Chapter Twenty of the Royal Book of Oz. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Royal Book of Oz by Ruth Plumley Thompson. Chapter Twenty. Dorothy upsets the ceremony of the island. A caravan whistled the comfortable camel lurching to his feet how nice i doubt that the dromedary's eyes flew open and he stared sleepily at the magnificent procession of silver islanders first came the musicians playing their shining silver trumpets and flutes the grand choo-choo and general mugwump followed attired in brilliant silk robes of state then came the three princes glittering with jeweled chains and medals and the fifteen little princes like so many silver butterflies in their satin kimonos next appeared a palaquin bearing the veiled princess orange blossom followed by a whole company of splendid courtiers and after them as many of the everyday silver islanders as the hall would hold there was a moment of silence then the whole assemblage contrary to the scarecrow's edict fell upon their faces <gasps> my exclaimed dorothy impressed in spite of herself are you sure you want to give up all this great emperor beautiful as the sun wise as the stars and radiant as the clouds the ceremony of restoration is about to begin quavered the grand choo-choo rising slowly then he paused for he was suddenly confused by the strange company around the scarecrow's throne treachery hissed the eldest prince to the others we left him tied to the bean-pole ancient papa scarecrow needs watching who are these curious objects he has gathered about him pray now by some magic which even i cannot explain the people from oz found they could understand all that was being said when dorothy heard herself call an object and saw the wicked faces of the three princes and the stupid little grandsons she no longer wondered at the scarecrow's decision first he said cheerfully let me introduce my friends and visitors from oz the silver islanders who really loved the scarecrow bowed politely as he called out the names of dorothy and the others but the three silver princes scowled and whispered indignantly among themselves i am growing very wroth choked sir hokus to the cowardly lion let the ceremony proceed called the eldest prince harshly before the scarecrow had finished his introductions let the proper body of his supreme highness be immediately restored way for the grand gee wizard way for the grand gee wizard one moment put in the scarecrow in a dignified voice i have something to say the silver islanders clapped loudly at this and dorothy felt a bit reassured perhaps they would listen to reason after all and let the scarecrow depart peacefully how they were ever to escape if they didn't the little girl could not see my dear children began the scarecrow in his jolly voice nothing could have been more wonderful than my return to this lovely island but in the years i have been away from you i have changed very much and i find i no longer care for being emperor so with your kind permission i will keep the excellent body i now have and will abdicate in favor of my eldest son and return with my friends to oz for in Oz, I really belong. A dead silence followed the Scarecrow's speech, then perfect pandemonium. No, no, you are a good emperor. We will not let you go, shrieked the people. You are our honorable little father. The prince shall be emperor after you have peacefully returned to your ancestors. 
but not now no no we will not have it i feared this quavered happy toko it is not the emperor but the scarecrow who speaks shrilled the grand choo-choo craftily he knows not what he says but after the transformation ah you shall see the company calmed down at this let the ceremony proceed way for the grand g wizard they cried exultantly choo-choo wailed the scarecrow you're off the track but it was too late no one would listen i'll have to think of something else muttered the scarecrow sinking dejectedly back on his throne oh shuddered dorothy clutching the scarecrow here he comes way for the grand g wizard way for the grand g wizard the crowd parted hobbling toward the throne came the ugly little gee wizard of the silver island holding a large silver vase high above his head and after him when sir hocus caught a glimpse of what came after he leaped clean over the comfortable camel uds daggers roared the knight at last he rushed forward violently there was a sharp thrust of his good sword then an explosion like twenty giant firecrackers in one and the room became quite black with smoke before anyone realized what had happened sir hocus was back dragging something after him and shouting exuberantly a dragon i have slain a dragon what happiness everyone was coughing and spluttering from the smoke but as it cleared dorothy saw that it was indeed a dragon sir hocus had slain the rheumatic dragon of the old gee wizard himself why didn't you get the wizard rumbled the cowardly lion angrily must have exploded said the comfortable camel sniffing the skin daintily treason yelled the three princes while the grand gee wizard flung himself on the stone floor and began tearing strand after strand from his silver pigtail he has killed a little joy of my heart screeched the old man i will turn him to a cat a miserable yellow cat and roast him for dinner oh cried dorothy looking at sir hocus sorrowfully how could you the slaying of the dragon had thrown the whole hall into utmost confusion sir hocus turned a little pale under his armor but faced the angry mob without flinching oh my dear carwin bashi this is so uncomfortable wheezed the camel glancing back of him with frightened eyes there's a shiny dagger in my left-hand saddle sack i doubt very much whether they would like it coughed the doubtful dromedary pressing close to the knight on with the ceremony cried the eldest prince seeing that the excitement was giving the scarecrow's friends too much time to think the son of an iron pot shall be punished later that's right cried a voice from the crowd let the emperor be restored i guess it's all over gulped the scarecrow give my love to ozma and tell her i tried to come back in helpless terror the little company watched the gee wizard approach one could fight real enemies but magic even sir hocus brave as he was felt that nothing could be done one move and you shall be so many prunes shrilled the angry old man fixing the people from oz with his wicked little eyes the great room was so still you could have heard a pin drop even the doubtful dromedary had not the heart to doubt the wizard's power but stood rigid as a statue the wizard advanced slowly holding the sealed vase carefully over his head the poor scarecrow regarded it with gloomy fascination one more moment and he would be an old old silverman better to be lost forever he held convulsively to dorothy as for dorothy herself she was trembling with fright and grief 
when the grand gee wizard raised the vase higher and higher and made ready to hurl it at the scarecrow disregarding his dire threat she gave a shrill scream and threw up both hands great grandmothers gasped the scarecrow jumping to his feet as dorothy had thrown up her arms the little parasol swinging at her wrist had jerked open up 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 and out through the broken skylight in the roof sailed the little princess of oz the grand gee wizard startled as anyone failed to throw the vase every neck was craned upward and everyone was gasping with astonishment the oldest prince as usual was the first to recover don't stand staring like an idiot now's your chance he hissed angrily in the gee wizard's ear i didn't come here to be hurried and hurried by foreigners sobbed the little man how is one to work magic when interrupted every other minute i want my little dragon oh come on now just throw it i'll get you another dragon begged the prince his hands trembling with excitement in the face of this new disaster the scarecrow had forgotten all about the gee wizard he and the cowardly lion and sir hokus were running distractedly around the great throne trying to think up a way to rescue dorothy as for the doubtful dromedary he was doubting everything in a loud bitter voice while the comfortable camel fairly snorted with sorrow there now's your chance whispered the prince the scarecrow with his back to the crowd was gesturing frantically taking a firm hold on the neck of the vase and with a long incantation which there is no use at all in repeating the gee wizard flung the bottle straight at the scarecrow's head but scarcely had it left his hand before there was a flash and a flutter and down came dorothy and the magic parasol right on top of the vase zip the vase flew in quite another direction and next minute had burst over the luckless heads of the three plodding princes while dorothy floated gently to earth sir hokus embraced the scarecrow and the scarecrow hugged the cowardly lion and i don't wonder at all for no sooner had the magic elixir touched the princes than two of them became silver pigs and the eldest a weasel they had been turned to their two shapes instead of the scarecrow and while the company hopped about in alarm they ran squealing from the hall and disappeared in the gardens seize the gee wizard and take him to his cave ordered the scarecrow asserting his authority for the first time since the proceedings had started he had noticed the old man making queer signs and passes toward sir hokus a dozen took hold of the struggling gee wizard and hurried him out of the hall sir hokus at the request of the scarecrow clapped his iron gauntlets for silence you will agree with me i'm sure said the scarecrow in a slightly unsteady voice that magic is a serious matter to meddle with if you will all return quietly to your homes i will try to find a way out of our difficulties the silver islanders listened respectfully and after a little arguing among themselves backed out of the throne room to tell the truth they were anxious to spread abroad the tale of the morning's happenings princess orange blossom however refused to depart magic or no magic she had come to marry the emperor and she would not leave till the ceremony had been performed but my dear old lady would you wish to marry a scarecrow coaxed the emperor all men are scarecrows snapped the princess sourly then why marry at all rumbled the cowardly lion making a playful leap at her palanquin this was too much the princess swooned on the spot and the scarecrow taking advantage of her unconscious condition ordered her chair-bearers to carry her away as far and as fast as they could run now said the scarecrow when the last of the company had disappeared let us talk this over End of chapter 20